Welcome to another episode of Plead the Cause, brought to you by Heart of the Bride Ministries. We are here to plead the cause of the orphaned and vulnerable children around the world and right here at home. You can find out more at heartofthebride.org. My name is Tommy Morris. I'm the Director of Community Engagement at Heart of the Bride Ministries. And today I'm joined with another one of our staff members. Uh, Matt is here to talk to us about Care Portal. So we often hear when we think about overseas ministries, people say, well, what about right here at home? Well, Matt, that's what we're going to be talking about today, because you're going to share with us what we do right here in our own community with foster and adoptive care through Care Portal. So uh, thank you for joining us today, man. Glad you're here. Thank you, Tommy. It's great to be here. Yeah. So the first thing I want to find out is is actually something about you. Why this field of ministry? When it when we think about fostering adoptive care and, and joining Heart of the Bride, what led you to want to do this work? Well, it was definitely a process, and uh, I can thank the Lord uh, for for bringing me where I'm at, and certainly my wife for bringing me where I'm at. Uh, we started probably back in 2010, uh, just supporting other families in our church uh, up in Dayton, Ohio, who were adopting. Uh, some from overseas, some uh, from foster care, uh, just wrapping around them. And I think the Lord used that time of uh, just growing our hearts um, and, and making us more aware of his heart for the orphan and, and his adoptive heart. Uh, so um, I also was involved in the Big Brother, Big Sister program at that time. And uh, just the Lord taught me a lot uh, about about loving uh, those when they're you know, no strings attached uh, when there's nothing in return, and he just started opening my eyes to uh, to to the way he loves me and uh, the way he adopted me. So uh, I think that's how it all started. Uh, the journey continued when we got to Florida. Uh, we we decided to adopt um, and decided to adopt out of foster care, and we got the call um, for a little one after being licensed uh, to adopt. And they said we've got a baby uh, for you that we think is a good match. Uh, her name is Taylor. And in order to, to take placement of Taylor, you need to become foster parents because it was something called a legal risk kind of placement. So uh, we prayed and, and agreed to become Taylor's foster parents first. And then um, through the course of what turned to be uh, a, a long journey, um, it was definitely the worst of times and the best of times for us. Um, the Lord carried us through. He was our rock uh, as we finally got to adopt Taylor uh, in 2019. And, and call her our own and give her give her our last name. And it was right about that time that uh, I was invited to to come be a counselor at a camp, a summer camp here in Okaloosa County uh, with Heart of the Bride. And that camp was called the Landing Camp. And it was it was uh, to serve kids that are in the foster system here in our local area. And that was my first introduction to uh, the, the the larger uh, foster system here in our area and with Heart of the Bride and just their mission. And so there was just amazing mission alignment uh, for, for my heart and for, I think, Heart of the Bride. And so uh, shortly thereafter, came on board uh, to help with the, this thing called Care Portal. That's great. And I love how you talk about, you know, that that picture of God and his adoption of us and, and making that correlation. It does, it does bring those kind of scriptures uh, to light in a different way uh, when you get to experience it and be a part of this. So um, that's powerful. But 
and share a little bit about, you know, you talked some about your personal journey in this, but overall, like when we think about foster and adoptive care, and you can speak to this maybe from the Northwest Florida or nationally, however you want to, but what are the needs that we're seeing out there right now? So there are many. <laughs> it would be really tough even, in, I think, in this, this forum um, to, to touch on all of them. So I'll try to maybe um, just summarize. Um, there's, there's certainly a spectrum of, of ways uh, that we can influence and, and needs. So if you think of foster care as being kind of the spectrum of there's prevention, uh, and then there's kids that are in care, and then there are kids that are, that are um, coming out of care. And there are needs across that whole spectrum and different ways to meet those needs. But the common, the common need, if I had to really, really boil it down, is just a reduction in uh, what would be additional trauma. You know, as, as families are, are unraveling and they're going through crisis, um, trauma is just prevalent and it's introduced in these kids' lives. And the system and, and you know, the church, uh, as, we, as we come alongside and help these families and help these kiddos, you know, we need to find methods that reduce the amount of loss, reduce um, the amount of trauma and the duration of, of that trauma uh, as best we can. And so really it's a, you know, if you can think about uh, what it would be like to have even your own kids uh, taken, you know, out of your home and, and, and the amount of healing that would need to occur after an event like that. Uh, but now think of it from the child's perspective. Uh, there's healing that needs to happen. Uh, after that traumatic event, but but the limbo that is created when a child is separated from uh, their birth parents, that limbo is just kind of an ongoing slow burn of additional trauma and additional loss. Uh, no matter no matter how safe they feel in their foster home, um, no matter how secure uh, that that home is and the and the and the love of that family, there's still that um, ongoing limbo and lack of, of permanency and lack of security. And so uh, there's just those, I, you know, I would characterize the, the, the biggest, most pervasive need as just finding ways to, to help kids heal uh, and then just reduce the amount of, of loss and trauma as we, try to, as we try to help their families. So you, you, how long have you been working with Heart of the Bride now? Heart of the Bride, just about two years. Two years. Okay. So share a little bit about how we at Heart of the Bride and working with Care Portal, how we are able to help meet some of these needs that we're seeing out there. So um, Care Portal is really just a, a connecting tool. And and what it is, uh, it, it's it's extremely innovative. And I'm thankful for the governor and, and uh, nonprofits like Angel Armies who have, have funded the development of the tool and the ongoing sustainment. Heart of the Bride decided to be the implementing partner here along the Emerald Coast uh, to um, to help equip churches with this connecting technology. And, and really what it does is it just makes more people aware of the, the immediate needs uh, around them when it comes to child welfare. And so um, it's an awareness tool uh, it kind of drives action where action needs to be had. And so, as I mentioned before, that need being uh, relational, really, uh, it can start through just a, a, 
an initial connection, right? So this tool introduces um, those that that can help to those that need help in the child welfare system. And so uh, it's a neat way to just um, show up with a tangible need being met. So if a child is about to come into care because grandma is going to be taking on uh, him and his siblings uh, and she needs bunk beds. So uh, the caseworker is able to put into the, the care portal tool this need. It's immediate. Uh, it's very tangible. It's a, it's a physical material item. And the church is able to see that need come in. And really what it does is it, is it provides a, a quick response capability where there are more people um, trying to, to, to do things earlier in the process uh, to show support and show some love and make a connection with this family. So the church is now able to minister to this family because of this introduction through a bed and um, hopefully develop a relationship, a supportive, ongoing relationship, uh, introduce that family and, and invite them into community and show them the love of Christ. And, and that's kind of the premise that, uh, you know, we want to equip the church to, to do this better and faster and, and in more meaningful ways. And so uh, it fits really well into, into what was already the, 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 the international heartbeat of Heart of the Bride, uh, to care for vulnerable and to care for the orphans. Uh, here locally, if more people uh, were aware and could uh, interact and wrap around some of these vulnerable families, uh, we would see a reduction in the overall trauma. Uh, and I think we would see healing. You know, I, I think we would see the soul care that is currently missing from the state-run system. Uh, we would see a reintroduction of of what I would call soul care and and the spiritual sacrifice that the church was called to make uh, toward the fatherless. Yeah, that's great. And the, the beauty about a tool and a resource like this is, you know, often the question is how do I help, you know, or, or the, the response is, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to help, you know, and, and this really makes it easy for people. We're saying, Hey, we can connect you to the need. Like we know where the needs are. The needs are being presented to us. All you have to do is say, here am I send me uh, in a sense, right? Like I'm willing to help and we can help network you and partner you with other uh, people and, and work together to meet the need. That was something Brian talked about in our our second episode that that really part of the ministry of Heart of the Bride is networking the church together to meet the needs of those who are vulnerable uh, and in need. And and that's really what this does is it helps yeah. network people together, uh, individuals, companies, and churches to come in and meet the needs of those who are in foster care. You know, and there are a lot of needs. And I, I think sometimes we can just assume that the government's meeting those needs or, or like we said, people just don't even know that there's a need there. And so I, I we're think here the, to raise awareness. Yeah. The, the, the entry cost to, you know, I think we're completely shifting the paradigm of the entry cost. Meaning, you know, a lot of folks, you know, have a heart to foster. They want to foster, but the timing's not right. You know, their um, either job or, or their own family or even the size of their home you know, they, they want to be able to welcome kids into their home or to adopt more kids, but you know, the timing's not right. Well, what else can they do? Um, and this tool enables them to, to get involved. And so, uh, you know, it's a, it's a powerful way, I think, to, to bridge, uh, what is a, you know, what feels like a zero, you know, zero to 90 kind of race. I want to help in foster care. That means I have to foster. No, 
it, it means you just need to get an email when there's a need nearby and you need to show up and, and just love on them, you know, as Christ called us to, to love our neighbors. So it's, you know, I think it, it, it fills in that gap for so many families who want to help uh, and just didn't know how. Yeah, it's very similar to when we think about overseas missionary missions. You know, not everybody's called to go overseas and be a missionary, but there are a lot of other ways through prayer, through financial support, through, you know, advocacy, you know, spreading the word. Like there's a lot of different things that people can do. And and this is the same thing. There are ways to get involved uh, for those who maybe aren't in a place to foster right now, but they still want to be a part of it. And I also like that you you brought up the relational aspect of this because this is more than just meeting a need. This is more than going, okay, so-and-so over there needs a crib. We go drop off a crib. See you later. We did our good deed. We feel good about ourselves. Case closed. This is about building relationships with these people in the community, with these families, and continuing uh, to be there for support, for prayer, to to speak into their lives, and and, and really have a long term relationship and and helping them. It, it's more than just that one need. That's so true, and and I'm so glad you mentioned prayer. Uh, I really do think that um, that's an area, especially along the Emerald Coast, where uh, the church. Um, you know, has been called to 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 go to our God with these big these big size things going on, and 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 I don't know if we've maybe grown numb to uh, just the drug abuse that is the number one reason that in our area kids are are going into foster care is just drug abuse from the parents, uh, and then the parents just check out. Um, you know, that's a hard road, and and I'm telling you, I think the our most powerful tool is is prayer. And so praying with these families after getting connected with them through Care Portal uh, or even just, you know, knowing of the, the issue and, and praying, you know, I think if we would commit ourselves, devote ourselves uh, to praying for these vulnerable families near us, uh, and, and then I think the Lord would just drive us to, to action in a great way. Yeah, so for all of those who are watching, whether it's someone uh, just individually who may want to get involved or if there's a, a business or one of our churches in the area that want to get involved, how do they do that? How do they partner with us and, and join in on this, on this fight? Well, it's pretty simple. The most of the needs are public facing. Uh, and so you can go on to, to careportal.org right now and see what the needs are in your area. Uh, and you can even respond as a community responder. So if you want to, if you want to help fund, uh, some meals for a family who's right on the, the brink of having their kids removed and you just want to love on them and get connected with them, you can be a community responder. A church will be at the point of care. And so you'll be partnering with uh, a local church. Um, if you're a business, you can hop on there uh, and see what the local needs are. You can either fund uh, a need getting met and then the local church will respond uh, or you can even become a champion. And so that means you would get trained uh, to receive specific notifications and then be part of the team that goes to meet with the family. Uh, so there's lots of ways. It's, it's really simple to enroll. Uh, you can either go to our website, uh, heartofthebride.org, care portal. Um, that's where I would recommend you go if you want to if you want to enroll as a local business or want to enroll as a, as a local church. Um, or you can go to careportal.org if you're just a community responder 
you can see the needs that are in your hometown. So say you're out of state right now and you want to, to bridge uh, back into your hometown uh, because you know a particular issue going on or, or crisis, uh, you, can, you can connect with uh, folks there that are boots on the ground in your hometown and help just kind of be that extra financial support, uh, prayer support. Um, so there's really like no, uh, I, I do think this tool just just makes available so many new lines of, of helping that uh, we should be taking advantage of it. It's, it's a great tool. Yeah, it's great because like you were saying with businesses, you know, they, they may have just day-to-day operations and don't have staff that they can uh, release to just go and, and take the trip over to someone's home and meet the need and things like that. But they can provide the financial support to help meet the need and partner with, you know, a church member or, or someone, uh, you know, one of the ambassadors that that's in our community and they can provide the financial assistance. And then we can take that and, you know, run with the ball, you know, so to speak and go and, and we can build the relationship. And, and so it becomes a great partnership and, and it really strengthens our community. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's the, the beauty of it is, is our community coming together and networking to strengthen uh, the individual fibers of the community, you know, and that's, that's just a win for everybody. Absolutely. And, and then inside the church, you know, some pastors are wondering, you know, I, I know I'm, I'm equipping, I'm equipping the, the flock, uh, my members here at my church with, with the word, um, I'm equipping them with all kinds of, of, of spiritual armory. Uh, and then there's this technology and I don't know, I don't know how to equip them with connecting technology and care portals, a, a great way for pastors to, to put, uh, and empower, you know, put right in the hands, uh, their ability to, to be, uh, more interactive, more benevolent in their, in their communities, uh, ways to reach out to the hurting parts of their, you know, the poor in spirit right there in their, uh, their neighborhood. And so I think it's a great tool for, for pastors to equip, uh, which, you know, we know they're called to do. And so, uh, what a great equipping tool, uh, care portal can be. Yeah, that's great. So any final thoughts before we close out today? Anything that we didn't cover, I forgot to ask about or, or uh, any additional uh, facts or things that yeah, would help just, people you know, in connecting? Some people just don't even realize there are 20,000 in Florida alone, 20,000 across the nation, more than 400,000 kiddos in foster care today. And in Florida alone, there are 5,000 kids waiting to be adopted. And so, you know, our heart would be that those that can provide not only physical and mental and, and emotional uh, help and, and healing, but also spiritual help and healing. So Christian parents. So, uh, yeah, we, 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 we will always need more parents, um, you know, God loving um, Christ like parents raising their hand and saying, here I am uh, to help meet this really what, what is a, a growing need. Um, I think it was about 4,000 that were waiting. This was just a year ago. And now there are 5,000 waiting for an adoptive home just in our state. So uh, I guess that'd be my last, my last input and data point would be, you know, pray, you know, seek, seek the Lord's will in, in your part to play. Uh, If it's not adopting, if it's, if it's not fostering, wrap around uh, hurting families, wrap around families that are serving on those front lines as foster parents. Uh, and just get involved in a simple way. 
I, I would say, you know, the issue in child welfare across the nation is just too few people, caseworkers and, and professionals doing um, way too much, trying to do way too much. And so spread very thin and they're doing it kind of late in the in the game, late in the process. And the church can can offset that with a lot of people doing something small and meaningful uh, earlier in the process. And so I think, you know, the church could stand up and be a, a huge um, part of the solution to reduce that 400,000 number uh, to where, uh, you know, something that we can actually start to improve at. Yeah. And I, and I know I said we were going to start closing it down, but you, you brought up adoption and I just real quick, we do have, uh, we work with adoptive care grants, correct? Correct. Where we can help people. So just briefly speak to that and how that can help. Because I think for some people, adoption can seem overwhelming and not knowing where to start or thinking that it's it's going to cost too much and they can't do it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, adopting out of foster care will cost you time and, and, and uh, you know, blood, sweat and tears uh, because it, it, it's it's a challenge. Uh, adopting internationally or even, even locally um, a baby or, or someone with special needs through an adoption agency uh, is very costly. Uh, it, it is, it, it, it kind of is the barrier for a lot of families who want to do that. And so uh, it is a really amazing thing. Heart of the Bride, along with other uh, orphan care ministries and adoptive ministries will provide grants. And so a simple application found on our website uh, and, and then we meet as a board and, and give out grants. I think we just recently, um, you know, sent out $10,000 worth of grants uh, to adoptive uh, parents just to show our love and support and, and cheer them on and, and remove some of that barrier that, that was prohibitive. So, uh, yeah, um, adoption aid grants uh, you see on your screen there uh, to apply. Yeah, that's great. And, and we'll add all the links into the, the show notes in the description where you can check out our website, go there to, to check out Care Portal. Um, Matt, I really appreciate you sharing everything today. And and we want to encourage you all to join with us, you know, in, in this journey. You know, we are, Heart of the Bride is helping internationally, but we're also helping right here in our own backyard. You know, and for some people that that is an important ministry. And so we want to invite you to come and partner with us. Go on heartofthebride.org, heartofthebride.org. Uh, you can check out the care portal uh, portion there. You can check out, uh, you know, as Matt was saying about the adoption grants. And, you know, if your church is interested, let us know, you know, have someone reach out to us. If you own a small business out there or you're you're part of a business and you you think your owner or management would would want to get involved in helping these needs, or if you're just an individual who really has a heart for these kids, reach out to us, shoot us an email, engage with us. We will walk you through the process of partnering with us in this and helping these kids. Uh, so we, we thank you all for, for being here with us. And, and we want to encourage you to go ahead and, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Click the bell. That way you get notified anytime we drop a new episode or go live. Uh, if you or someone you know is looking for audio version only, we have the audio podcast on Spotify and Apple. Again, this is Plead the Cause brought to you by Heart of the Bride. And we're here to plead the cause of the orphaned and vulnerable children around the world and right here at home. All right. Thanks, Matt. God bless, Tommy.